0: Hi, this is James Kinnison. Special edition of the GOK. It's the traveling version, so you'll have to you have to excuse any noise that you hear, ground noise, as I roll over Highway uh, seventy-five South, just past Tifton, Georgia, and uh, my podcasting friend Donovan. That I wish I'd had time to bump into. Just coming back from Atlanta. And um, four or five days uh, with John, my co-host over on Nobody's Listening and Movie Beatdown. The reason why is we were doing doing Dragon Con. Dragon Con was a lot of fun. I enjoy a good bit of it. And um, it is probably the last one I'll ever go to. (laughs) Um, it is, it is, uh, there's a lot of amazing people there. There are a lot of creative folks, um, that create costumes for themselves and, uh, multiple ones, you know, like one for each day and they come out and they, they allow themselves to be seen and, you know, photos being taken with them and of them. Um, I found that they very, very much enjoyed discussing their costumes and how they went into the work to build the props or um, the help that they got, you know, with the fabric or modifying an existing pattern or looking online, the research they did with other cosplayers and all that kind of stuff. Cosplay, if you don't know, is exactly what it sounds like, costume play. And it's basically grown-ups who, you know, teens, I guess, too, but... You know, young adult or uh, adults, people that don't normally dress up in a costume, getting in a costume outside of the context of Halloween, and and becoming a character. Some folks take it more seriously than others. Some of are, you could, some people are into it. You can tell they're seamstress, seamstresses or seamsters. I don't know what the male version of a seamstress is. Uh, maybe a tailor. But that you can tell that you know some of them are just really into what can I make. You know, what is the extreme, how how far, not extreme, but how far can I push the limits of my abilities in recreating a costume from a character in a video game or a movie or a television show or uh, just something I even create? Like uh, folks, you'll see folks dressed up as a TARDIS in Doctor Who. The TARDIS is the blue police box. That on the outside looks like a police box on the inside is a almost limitless sized uh, uh, time travel machine, spaceship, um, you know, so they'll, they'll create a dress that looks like a blue police box, you know, and they'll have the little light that's on the tarnis, you know, on top of their head and stuff like that. So, so you got folks that, that I think are into it for, for that, you know. Um, then I'm sure there are other folks that are uh, crafters, you know what I'm saying? They, they manipulate foam and, um, and, and uh, clay or, or some sort of putty and, uh, latex and they, they create costumes that are more than made out of cloth. They are, they are made to look like, uh, armor, you know, um, or or literally made from chainmail and metal and in some cases. So you have the crafters that combine their enjoyment of crafting things in a in a garage with tools and things like that. Uh, they combine that with their love of a te- television show, video game, you know, a character from a book, you know, you name it. And then let's see. I would say there are folks who don't necessarily make aren't seamstresses Uh, they're not crafters but they still like to do it and that is obvious you see folks with what I would call you know a class D style of uh, costume maybe it's made of cardboard and duct tape Uh, maybe it is made from a t-shirt that is already printed with Iron Man's chest on it you know and then they they buy a buy the half face mask from from target you know and they're walking around like that uh, folks that that may like I said they desire to be able to do these things but maybe for finance reasons uh, and, and and in some cases lack of you know real desire to, to put in much effort uh, you've got those folks and again they span the gamut you got Folks that think they look good, and and you know you got a super overweight Spider-Man, um, and then there's uh, like I said the the guy who is usually a bully at a high school or something or was, but today he is he's trying to pretend to be a geek, so he's got a Thor hat and a and a club he's carrying around, you know, with his shirt off or whatever. And then there is the group of people that I don't I don't really understand. And that is the group that uses the con- the convention, uses the you know the, the the excitement of the place, uses the audience um, to abuse what is considered right. And um, typical, and uh, honorable, I would say, classy, you know. And they, they, I'll just say, it, they dress like uh, they, they. I'm trying to think of a nice way to say what they, they, they just they dress like hookers. Um, they dress like hoes. And I, and I will add both genders to that list, because there were both. And even within this category, there are there are spans, you know, the, the, the gamut spans from folks that do an amazing job with their costume, um, but there is just not as much of it as you would assume there would be. Um, you know, a girl dressed up as Iron Man, but, you know, it's a short skirt and a and a bra with a you know a light between her girls and, um, and a helmet or something there's uh, the princesses you know the Disney princesses all with short version of their skirts and, and leg socks and things like that um, which you, you get a little respect because you, you obviously made that for yourself you worked hard and you're a heck of a lot more covered than some a uh, half step down from that would be all the, the Leia the slave Leia's it's a typical standby. You get to the point that you don't even see them anymore because there's so many people that dress just like Slave Leia. And even in that category, there are people that do it very, um, very well, very honorably, I would say. They, they use skin-colored uh, spandex and things to, to fill in the gaps between the pieces um, so they get the effect without feeling like they're hanging out everywhere. Um, and, and to back up a bit, there's another category. Um, there's several more. I'll start with the one I can think of right now, and that is the special needs category. The folks that nine times, I mean, you know, 100, 200 and something, you know, 150 days out of the year, they are overlooked, passed by. Uh, they, are, they are outcasts. They, they feel... Um, like second class citizens. And then on this, on these days, they get to walk in or, or, or roll in there with a costume with, um, it, and, and, and blend and just be, and in some cases outshine folks that can walk folks that are, that are typical folks without a disability. And I'm talking about the steampunk, uh, Mo- mobile, you know, rascal chair type thing that I saw. Steampunk being a lot of uh, like Wild Wild West from the ba- from the old days. A lot of brass and leather and and um, and buckles and snaps and you know stuff like that. Uh, little Jules Verne, uh, a little Victorian era type stuff, and, and you know fake steam poofing out of a out of what looks like a, a steam turbine clamped to the back. Um, the lady that was, uh, you know, had withered legs, but she had decorated the front of her wheelchair to look like Lucy in uh, Peanuts uh, with the little thing that says the doctor is in, you know? And folks would pose with her and take pictures like she was giving advice. She had the the Lucy wig and the whole thing. Um, I I, I don't know that I would categorize. Here's another category before I get myself in trouble. Um, The overweight category. There's a lot of us. I'm one of them. I don't dress up. But there are folks that use their size and shape to their uh, advantage. I would even group bald people in, in here, you know, folks that, like I said, just aren't typical, a little off from what is considered average. And, and, and I saw uh, Shrek's uh, wife, um, I, oh, I can't remember her name right now, but, you know, uh, but she was in Shrek form, you know. And in her true form, walking around, absolutely movie quality, if it was, you know, real life. Um, the little, the little kid, you know, a chubby kid I saw, dressed up like the kid from Up, you know, little Asian boy. And um, just uh, I'm trying to think of other ones. But, you know, they're, they're like me and John could have easily have been Sean and, and uh, Ed from, from Shaun of the Dead, easily, with my size, shape and hair facial hair and then and then his uh just the way he looks so there's if you haven't gotten the point yet i guess there are people that do this and they they do it for fun they do it straight up just to have fun and then there are people that do it for acceptance and I don't think that's always a bad thing. Like I said, our special needs brothers and sisters, our geek friends that may not be able to walk or or need special special help. But then there's the people that do it, uh, just to be obnoxious, I guess. Just to be, just for that that attention that they they think that they have to be. Uh, showing leg and, and torso and cleavage to get the attention that they need. And that's not to say that every woman that was attractive was walking around like a ho-dog. Uh, some of the most amazing costumes I saw were, like I said, the steampunk stuff where they're, they're covered from neck to feet, uh, in Victorian style dresses with the bustle and the whole thing, and and it is just rich fabric. You can see it, you can appreciate it. And their hair is just immaculate. It's probably a wig, I'm sure. Uh, and they're carrying a you know a leather bag. They got goggles on and a and a, some sort of fashioned gun that they've made that looks real, but you know, uh, but but period. It looks period. Um, and 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 you know the ladies that are. Done up like a, a female version of, like, say, Bo- Boba Fett or, or or a Stormtrooper or Star Darth Vader. That, that's a trend that you see as a lot of uh, female versions of male characters, uh, like the Doctors, uh, Doctor Who. You know, Dave Tennant's Doctor, Matt Smith's Doctor. Uh, see a lot of ladies uh, doing that, and and uh, and and that's awesome. You even see there's a subcategory, I guess, of folks who are maybe wearing a little less clothing than normal, but it's done in a way that is not... It's true to the character that they're doing, and it doesn't come off... I don't know, like... Okay, you see a a lady in a bathing suit at at the beach, you don't look twice. If you saw that same lady walking through the mall in that bathing suit, every eye in the world would be on her because of the context and the way it's just it just looks weird. It's, it's not right. It, it, it sticks out, whatever. Um, uh, I, I took a picture with a lady that had, that was done up like Darth Maul and she had head tails like the, like the dancing green slave from, um, return of the Jedi. And, uh, only, you know, I just jumped on that. I was like, Hey, can you mind for a picture? You know, my kids will love this. And only afterwards that I noticed, you know, she, she just had a little less on than, than I thought. And, um, but she's head to toe in red paint. She's, she's got black tattoo stripes all over. She's not hanging out. You know what I'm saying? So it just, it looked absolutely acceptable. And, and, and I guess more importantly, what I'm trying to say, she's not doing that to have people lust after her. She's doing that. So people say, Holy crap. You look like you walked right out of, you know, the movie. And, uh, I, so anyway that is the reason why I will not be going though is, is the, that there is there was a lot of great stuff a lot of great people and I think most of the people are great but you know how just the, the vocal you know, minority the, the, the loud I'll just tell you what I told John there was more there that I didn't want to see than there was that I did want to see and four years ago when I went, it wasn't that way. Four years ago, if you wanted to see something ultra hot, ultra sexy, ultra hoey, you had to go there after dark and which we, you know, we never did. We, we would leave. But even on Saturday, the busiest day there, um, though, like I said, 90% of the folks were just like me walking around doing their thing, you know, 20% because uh, my mask going to be off 20%, you know, 30, 40% are, are in great costumes. Um, family-friendly the whole way, Joker, Batman, you know, the people from Spaceballs, uh, every video game you could imagine, you know, a real-life R2-D2, guy walking around as Groot, most amazing costume I've seen to date. Um, But all of that, much like one negative uh, comment, can outweigh a ton of positives after you've done something, you know, in a public setting or whatever. In the same way, just one one costume, one, one, ex- one thing that you can't unsee, you know, one thing that your eyes didn't bounce from fast enough just kind of ruins it for you. And uh, one specific was uh, we were on our way out uh, on our last day. And right in front of John, right in front of me, comes this guy. If he had been wearing clothes, he would have just been <laughs> a normal, uh, you know, slightly overweight geek kid. Um, I'd say he's probably 19, 20, just looking at him. But he's wearing, I, I guess it's like S&M stuff. It, it's like suspenders with connect to a, to a crotch cover you know like a little bean sack or something and um, it was it was absolutely ludicrous it was it was the grossest thing I I told him I said that is the grossest thing It's the worst thing I've ever seen and I said and I've seen a man die I sat there and saw a man bleed to death and that is worse than that because at least you know death is honorable death has some sort of eternal (laughs) you know you can categorize it differently, but that, that was just insane. Then I have to take a step back, and though I am opposed to it, though I don't get off on it, though I am, am uh, repulsed by it, I do understand one thing, and that is that just about everything a man does, or a woman, however outlandish it seems to you, There is a, there is a explanation. Most times there is a reason, there is a background, there's a story, there's a shortcoming, there is a need, there is a broken heart or something that explains, doesn't, you know, make it right, but it explains why that person is, is doing what they're doing and being who they are and, and you can take that outside of Dragon Con and, and, and apply it anywhere. Anybody that just seems a little little off from center, a little crazy, a little weird, a little ununderstandable. And so I do, I look at that guy and I'm wondering what in the world is going on in his life what has happened to him? What is broken? That this is how he chooses to express himself. You know, not as, you know, a stormtrooper, not as some obscure, awesome video game character, not as something that people will stop him and say, now let me talk to you about what you've done here because this is amazing. Let me have a photo with you, with my kids, you know. To, to instead come through knowing that you're going to have this effect On people, do you hate yourself? Have you been told that you're unlikable and unlovable and ugly and and repulsive, and so therefore you go ahead and become that? I I I don't know. And then on the then on the, the the tail end of this, I'll say there was the what I would call flamboyant side of things that I didn't see four years ago. Um, I'll just say what I saw. I'm not picking on any thing in particular, but especially one young man that I saw, and it was one. He had LED lights clipped to his nipples. He had an LED light on his tailpipe he was wearing some little top and a little little bottom and some little boots. And on Saturday, when I saw him again, he had parents turn off the podcast if you're listening with kids. He had a, a dildo strapped to the front of him. And I'm, I'm absolutely floored that that is something that the Marriott or any of the hotels would allow to walk around in their hotel. And I also wonder and I and I don't know, I can't answer this, but in the homosexual community, in the LGBT, you know, community, is there a level for them, even even the family that they have, the connection they have, the 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 oneness that they share, the accepts the, the the way they accept each other and, and um, support each other and fight for each other, even within there, is is there an extreme that, that is like, you know what, we don't want, we accept him, we love him, whatever, but we don't want that kind of publicity, you know? We don't want that, you know, do that in your house, do that behind closed doors, do that at a party that is for that, but, it, you know, I, I don't know, maybe maybe there isn't. Maybe they say, you know, whatever, whatever goes, but I got to imagine um, that, I don't know, I, a, a, a person with children, no matter if they're straight or, or, or not, would not necessarily want their kids exposed to that and wouldn't want to have to explain that. And I don't know. I don't know. But I know four years ago I said I'd bring my kid this year. I'm glad I didn't. Because four years ago, it would be like taking them to an Avengers movie. Yeah, there would be stuff that was that was a little um, spooky or scary, or you know, some character that was you know something they might not want to see, you know, a scary Joker or something like that. But, but this year, um, just stuff that I didn't even want to be exposed to, um, and and. I know there's a dark side to everything. I'm not clueless. There's a dark side to Christianity, uh, you know. Everything but Jesus Christ uh, and the Trinity that He is a part of has a dark side. But I don't, and I am. I am. I'm not very easily offended. I'm not very easily turned off. I'm not very easily you know, pushed away by things. I, I'm not, um, easily judgmental either. Uh, and, and everything I'm saying here has been my own, you know, opinion. but it breaks my heart. And, and, and when I see some girl that her whole job is to make men lust after her, I get mad. I really do. My, my eyes bounce straight off. I can say that honest to God. And I get angry because I'm like, you're, you're trying, you have no respect. First, first of all, I know they don't know because they're stupid. They're 20, they're 19. They're, they're, they're 25, whatever. They're stupid. Um, they don't know that I have an amazing relationship with my wife. They don't know that I love her. And they don't know that every man has to guard themselves against visual stimulation and lust and, and the way the mind works. And I, I get angry, though, that you, you know, as angry as I would if somebody were to ask me out or, or to hit on me in front of my wife or, or a hundred different things. To me, it's just the same way. So, you know, those of you that are saying, well, why would you submit yourself to that? That is exactly what I'm saying. I'm like, well, I, I won't. I won't. I like geek stuff. I love creativity. I love genius. I love mixing and mingling with actors and actresses from the movies that I enjoy. And um, But again, I saw more that I didn't want to see and um, than, than what I did, and so... I won't be going back. At least yeah, yeah, I just I would rather spend my money on a convention that's local, a little more family friendly. I'm sure that uh, Dragon Con used to be. I know it did. 4 years ago it was. And um, or I or go to a convention for podcasters or or god forbid create a meetup for nobody's listening um, network community. People, you know the people that listen to podcast. Kid, this show made my day. Um, hopefully, geek loves nerd one day. Nobody's listening. Uh, Girl meets world podcast. There's people out there, and um, and not all of them are church people. Not all of them are straight people. Um, but we're 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 connected somehow through through a a podcast an experience a conversation a one sided if if not but and um, and and with that comes that respect for each other that even if you are a guy who on your off days clips led lights to, to your nips and dances around and with smoke machines and, and lights and stuff, but if you came to a nobody's listening meetup, you would put on a golf shirt and a pair of jeans and you would come and and, and hang out, you know. You would and the and, and ladies you wouldn't wear your dang thong bikini to to a meetup, you know, because you res- because of the connection. I don't know. It's just it, and that I guess is what irks me is I. I, I see us all as a family, you know, as, as someone that, I res- you, you are, to me, the way I believe, you, you are created in the image of God. That's what I believe. You were specifically created in the image of God, meaning that you have a heart that is eternal, that is the core of who you are. That has been shaped, maybe battered, maybe bruised, maybe strengthened, maybe encouraged, maybe something that that you hide, maybe something you let shine, but your but your soul is there, and I believe you have a mind that that, that you think with, that uh, you know influences your actions and your words, and and the and the choices that you make and that sometimes that mind can break even free from your feelings and do the things that you don't necessarily want to do, but you know in your heart or in your mind, I should say, are right. So it's a part of you that can get up and go to work when you don't feel like it. It's the part that makes you be faithful to your spouse if you're tempted. And then you, you have a body, you have a a physical body that was originally shaped by the very hands, filled with the breath of God, and that your body, as, as everyone says, is, is a temple. And not just a place for the presence of God to dwell and to, you know, express itself through. But it it is the place that you express everything that is in you and, and the things that are in your heart, the things that are in your head. And that is why I will never dress, (laughs) God forbid in a way, you know, or, or, or expose myself in a way that is going to, um, make you uncomfortable not because I don't want to hurt your feelings you know I hurt my kids feelings all the time when I when I discipline them because I want them to I want them to feel bad for doing wrong I want I want to create that so I'm not you know saying that I'm saying I don't I, I don't want to I don't want to act like you're not a human that you're not another person with with feelings that matter And so when I'm in that situation, because I have that set of beliefs, because I experience the world that way, when I see someone that has gone beyond creativity uh, or well beneath it, but you you know what I'm saying, somebody that is not expressing the best of who they are, but maybe the worst or the most outlandish or the most debased part of them. I am I am hurt by it more than I am offended by it. Because of their lack of respect for themselves, who they are, who they were created to be, and because they don't care two cents for the people around them. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna experience what I feel. You're going to see what I am Truth is, that's not who you are. And I'll even go as far as to say that that guy with the LED lights. If I went up to him and asked him, "What are you thinking? What are you doing?" He's, like, "This is, this is what I, this is who I am. This is the one chance I get to be myself." And I would say, "So your 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 LED lights and a and a and a dildo?" Well, no, no, I I'm, I, but this is like. This is how I am. This is what I do. And all oh, this. So, so, so offending people and, and, you know, uh, you you're, so you're defined by your sexuality completely. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I have, my parents love me and I got a sister and I work and, and, um, I'm actually an artist and, and the and the other, well, I never would have known that based on this. So no, you're, you're not expressing who you are. You're expressing one part of who you are. You're expressing one part of you that people can't accept. You're allowing that one part to dominate and override and outshine the parts of you that are amazing wonderful and not even necessarily acceptable but are real, authentic and that are respectful of yourself and others. And may, I've never been to a pride parade I you know one day one day I, I will I know I will I will see this and I will experience it and I may see things that are worse than this. But I, I wonder, I kind of just wonder in the back of my head, would I really, or would I see a group of folks, maybe, maybe, maybe it would span the gamut, just like everything did seem to it at Dragon Con. Maybe there's the, the guys that do uh, express themselves by that one, that one thing about them. And for me, that would, be, that would be sad. It would be as sad as a straight guy... Walking around with a board full of marks saying, This is how many women that I knocked up. This is how, m-, and then on the flip side, this is how many babies I've had out of wedlock. This is how many times that I've put myself inside of someone else. That is not attractive. <laughs> that is not fulfilling. That is not, uh, that is not what you were created to be. You are more than that. And that's, I guess, why I couldn't stand looking at LED butthole boy. Because I'm like, you know what? You're you're more than that. You are so much more than that. So, I'm glad, I guess, I was exposed to it. I'm glad I have an opinion on it. I'm glad that my heart breaks for people instead of just flatly, you know, just like, Oh, I hate everybody. I hate everybody of that persuasion. I hate everybody that does this. I hate everybody that's fat. I hate everybody that's, um, I'm glad that I have the ability to discern between, you know, in these subcultures and stuff, the parts that are, um, maybe I don't even like, but, but are still okay. You know, that's okay. I'm glad I saw a huge, gigantic foam, f- smoke breathing dragon that crossed the street. That the, the, the nose of the dragon with the human inside of it uh, touched the other side of the street before the tail had passed on the other. Um, and it had two handlers, you know, walking with it to help steer. I, I am so glad that I saw Princess Peach and, and uh, her husband. Uh, who was done up like shell from um, portal but as a guy and and got to talk to him about building his his portal gun and, and talk to her um, about about sewing and how do you do that and, and you know do you do it on dress form or do you, do you start from scratch do you, do you edit you know an existing and hack an existing pattern and just to see the both of them just light up their faces light up because somebody um, Kind of look beyond the outside, and oh, that's cute. To you, worked your tail off on this. You're expressing so much more. Because I look at Princess Peach, and I don't get that impression. I'm not. She's not trying to define herself by this character. Portal guy's not trying to say the the world. This is here. I am. Uh, Matter of fact, he's saying, you know, hey, I got a, I got this one I did tomorrow, and you should see that gun. I worked my tail off on that. I built it in my garage. Nah, no nah, no nah, nah. And and to see him blush when when his wife says, "Oh uh, no, I didn't have a dress form. Um, I actually used him. You know." <laughs> and I looked at him. He's as thin as a rail. So yeah, he uh, he was her dress form. She says, "Yeah, she's worn this, or he's worn this more than I have." And um, that, my friends, expresses so much the relationship that they share. Uh, the love for geek stuff, video games and stuff that binds them together and, and, and the, the trip that they took, you know, to go and connect with other like-minded people, the photos that they're going to be in that are going to be all over the Internet with little girls and boys and, and men and women um, and, and the sheer creativity, the passion to share that with others, the ability to uh, bring joy to other people's lives. Through their crafts and their talents, and, and and their bodies, even you know, like I talked about with the heavy set lady that was that was uh, the Shrek uh, lady, you know. You use what you have, and you present the best uh, of you. And when you do that, it makes other people want to express their best. It makes the guy that created the 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 the, 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 the costume out of cardboard and and um, duct tape. It makes him want to make that in the first place. He's like, you know what? I want to do that, but I can't. I'm not gifted. I don't have money. But I'm going to do what I can. And then next year, I'm going to save up, and I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I might not have an old costume, but by God, I'll have a a, a lifelike, movie quality glove, you know. <laughs> and uh, that, my friends, that my friends is what, in my opinion, Dragon Con and cosplay should be about but there is a depraved side of everything and there's just more of that going on every year it's not completely it's not totally it's not defined by it but it is there's enough of it there it's allowed to continue and um i'm gonna put my money elsewhere and i and i probably would anyway i i did a lot of the podcasting track this year and the thing i missed is that After we were done with our panels and would leave the room, we were dispersed amongst people with all these different um, interests, you know, great folks, but just different interests. And how much better would it have been to have been at a podcasting, down-to-earth podcasting uh, convention with these same folks? Uh, Tom Merritt, you know, and and Veronica Belmont uh, are two names that you may not know, but they... Have totally won me over as far as being down to earth being people that support hobby podcasting that have not gotten too big for their britches people that are classy well spoken and and, uh, and an example a shining example of what podcasting is supposed to be I wish I could remember some other names the man from Comedy uh, Forecast Uh, been doing a podcast since way before I have I got to meet him And he he was an opinionated little cuss, but he was kind and he was nice. And he expressed an opinion about podcasters and and the way we carry ourselves that I absolutely 100% believe in. And uh, I believe would change um, the way hobby podcasters uh, carry themselves and stuff. But anyway, that's, that's that's a topic for another show. Um, but how much better would it have been to have walked out of those rooms with these people and into a group of of us you know everybody there is for podcasting everybody there is, is there I, and I would say the same thing if I was a raving Whovian I, I love Doctor Who I'm not to the point that I'm a raving Whovian but if I went somewhere went to a panel and walked out and, and I ended up with a bunch of Lego people which is great I'm a Lego guy too um I I still want to talk about Dr. Who, you know. So John and I, I don't know. I can't speak for John. He he, he definitely felt what I felt. Probably even more so cuz he's nicer. He's he's a lot more innocent. And I don't, I do not say that in a derogatory way. He is he's a better man than I. I'll just say that. Um and it got to him and so but for but for me, I, I'm going to go local. Or I'm going to go to a podcast thing, you know, and, uh, maybe I'll go to Scott Johnson's Nerdtacular, you know, that is family. It is geekery. It is cosplay. It is podcasting. You know, it is all that. And it's a lot of people I admire and look up to. It's just so far away. Um, or maybe, like I said, we'll start our, start our own, you know, rent out a theater, watch a movie together, all of us, once a year. Down there in Tampa or something. Well, I'm 42 minutes in. I've pretty much said everything I wanted to say about my experience. Well, no, I haven't said everything I wanted to say about my experience. I've said everything I wanted to say about that one element. Um, pay, go, go listen to Made My Day i haven't recorded it yet go listen to mmd whatever one corresponds with the date of this uh, publication and then you'll hear uh, about the amazing experiences that i had um i don't even want to tell you i don't even want to tell you i'm just i'm grinning from ear to ear just thinking about it so uh we'll see you guys next time and, um, you know, if you've learned something, if you disagree, if something connected with you, maybe you're a person, uh, a homosexual you know, LG, member of the LGBT community, and you can, you can tell me and maybe explain to me what, what that's about. I do desire to understand it. I do, I do believe there is, a, uh, there is something that somebody could probably tell me about someone like that. That would help me understand um, why they choose that when, when none of his friends did. He was he was surrounded by buddies. They weren't doing that. Um, is that something that that uh, is is frowned upon or pitied, or is it, you know, the goal? <laughs> is that, you know, God? I wish I could express myself that way. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I'd like to know. I'd like to know. Um, if you've been to Dragon Con and you've experienced a completely different thing and you're saying James you just saw what you wanted to see um, hit me up I'd love to hear from you um, and I don't want to turn anybody off to, to Dragon Con They're, like I said if, if you could blind, put blinders on and, and they would only open up when you <laughs> wanted to see something you wanted to see it's, it, there's some fantastic stuff but I have to imagine that there is a, an experience that I could have at a different convention that would have all of the hyper-creativity stuff, maybe a little bit of the little short, cutie, you know, Disney princess stuff, but, but nothing depraved. And because and, and, let me just say this. The guy with the LED nipples, he was not cosplaying. Can I just say that? He was doing fetish crap. And I don't think fetish stuff has a place, you know, outside of your bedroom, um, you know, or, or wherever you do do that thing. It's it just, there's got to, there's something just called common decency. And I, and it, and it is common because, you know, 99% of us agree that. Who is beautiful, who is handsome, who is not attractive, who is not... You know, 99% of us probably have this... We, we like the same songs because pop songs are pop songs, you know. Uh, and, and and I do not feel at all uh, wrong about saying I would agree that... I would imagine that most folks would look at that and say, absolutely not. It's not, not what should be out in public, walking around. So if you disagree I'd love to hear from you um, if you agree but have completely different reasons than mine um, because I do come from a you know a god-centered kind of thing and let me and let me let me answer that because immediately if that's the first time you've heard that and you don't know me you're saying oh well he's just hating on it because he's a God guy you know he's Jesus guy. I, I don't believe God looks at that at LED guy and frowns or raises his fist uh, and, and readies his lightning bolt. I believe he looks at that kid and he shakes his head or, 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 you know, I don't know that God cries. Nothing, you know, nothing takes him by surprise or anything, but... I just imagine I, I that he's a creator. I'm a creator too. And if my creation you know did something that was beneath its abilities, it's it's the best it could be, the best part of itself, uh, I would be I'd be heartbroken. And um I do believe God does get angry. I do believe God does send people to hell. I do believe in, in this, uh, this God that, that blesses and then doesn't, I do believe in a God that heals. And then other times doesn't, um, I, I, I believe in a God that loves unconditionally, but judges very harshly. So I am not the guy that's like, God is love. And he just, you know, blah, la la, Yeah, he is. Um, but he also has his his rules and stuff but I'm not opposed to LED guy or slut girl or whatever because um, because it's uh, morally wrong though I believe it is I don't believe my beliefs come into play I simply look at it And I see someone who believes that that is the best that they have. And I don't care who you are or what you do. You know, I guess I would say the same thing about a a guy who bags groceries for a living, but never changes out of his, his uniform. His apron. He's, he's putting out about himself that this is what I am. No, you're not. You're special. You're unique. You are one of a kind. You have gifts and talents. I believe everybody has superpowers. Something that you're genius at. Some sort of talent that you were given. Then the intention of being uh, something to, to, to glorify God and to raise the quality of life on the earth. You're not a bag boy. Take off the apron. Don't let that define you. You're not a s- slutty Cinderella. <laughs> You're not just TNA. You're not just legs and and, and collarbones. Or You have a dad and a mom, maybe. Maybe you have a dad. I don't know, my kids do, by God. If my daughter puts something like that on, I will go to the freaking convention and follow her around and tell everybody, I am her dad. Hi, I'm her dad. I am so proud. And it will be very sarcastic. But I I got a feeling I don't want to to worry about that. I I have no doubt she'll be cosplaying. (laughs) I, you know, I don't know. She probably won't, but... Because her mom's influence, but... But yeah, you you are not and that goes out to you know the straight people and and the lgbt you 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 are more you're what god created you to be you're a person who maybe is kind and accepting and loving and people just feel at home around you you can say five words to someone and you're their best friend you're a person that doesn't know a stranger maybe Okay, and maybe you're socially, you suck, and you can't even hardly leave the house. But you can write pages and pages of the most beautiful, heartfelt, and in some cases gut-wrenching poetry, or, or words or stories that anyone's ever heard, and you've never even let it off the page. Maybe, maybe you're just paying bills, working, trying to stay above, trying to stay afloat. You don't even have time to enjoy life. You are more than that. If you have children, you're a mom or a dad, but you're even, you're more than that. You have, you have goodness inside of you to let out. You have what I would call the fingerprint of God, a little different part of the fingerprint than, than my part, but you have a talent. You may only have one, you may have three, five, a thousand. Everybody's got something And when I say talent, I don't just mean singing, drawing, writing, dancing, you know, if you're beautiful, if you're handsome, you are more than that. And if you uh, fully understand who you are (laughs) and uh, your talents and your giftings and you are very thrilled, absolutely thrilled with who you are and uh, you are more than happy to tell people and show people how amazing you are, you my friend are more than that. And I am the chief of hypocrites because I don't, I know these things to be true. I just know they are. And yet I, uh, I don't always operate with that understanding. I have labeled myself as a loser. Because I couldn't keep my job. I had to let it go. Because of depression. I have labeled myself a failure because, because I failed. And the nice people around me say, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't fail. You just had this thing happen. And I was like, no, no, I, I, I mean, I did. I could not keep my job. Imagine if I was supposed to deliver a cake to your house by seven o'clock and the car broke down and I didn't make it. It's not my fault, but I did fail. But I'm more than that. There is a best version of me. There are things that I have not expressed. There are talents that I have not developed. There... You know, there's more to me than the children's ministry past that I have there's more to me than the podcasting that I do so I have to apply what I've just been sharing with you to myself because though the one kid was wearing the the nutsack with the suspenders and that's how that's who he thinks he is I'm walking around with a bible and a book of curriculum and a slide advancer in my other hand metaphorically speaking without an audience without a group of kids to influence and teach I'm wearing the I'm still wearing the apron and I'm more than that so I hope that speaks to you and though i tried to sign off 20 minutes ago I hope you thought it was worth hanging on a little longer if that meant anything to you please let me know if you have anything to add please type it up send it to me you can send such things to james at nlcast.com you can say such things to uh, 2095 nlcast just type it right in you know how to do that 209-5NLCast or james at nlcast.com check out MMD for, for the for the happy side of life uh, all the wonderful things that happen at Dragon Con hanging out with John getting to meet some amazing people and uh, we'll see you guys next time right here on uh, GOK God bless